Hello, my little adulties, and welcome back to an all-new episode of IWRFT. It is me, Raquel, your favorite host, duh. People, I'm going to say this once and one time only, but subscribe, okay? And leave a five-star rating as well. If you want to keep up with me, you can follow me on TikTok at BeautifulMix and a pod at IWRFTPod. You can also watch full episodes on YouTube at Raquel Double L Alfaro 97 under the IWRFT playlist tab. This week, I am recording from my bedroom, so there will be no video until next week because poor Jen is sick and... I just couldn't go into the studio, so we're taking it back like the good old days, and I'm just providing you guys some excellent quality audio. Anyways, my life update. Since last week, I've still been keeping up with the gym and eating, you know, balanced meals that I feel like work for me, and I've been feeling a lot better and energized, especially like physically. I feel like I'm not tired by like 1 p.m. anymore because before I would just crash at that time. Now I'm starting to feel a little bit more energy. I feel like my body's starting to feel better. And I've also started adding magnesium supplements to my everyday morning routine along with my antidepressants. And I think that's been helping me too because it's a good way of helping my um, system function normally. I also have exciting news to share. Well, for me, I don't know about you guys. Your girl is going to beauty school for her cosmetology license. If you know me personally, then you know this is something I've always wanted to do. I was always just scared to do it. And it's funny because before enrolling in college, I was going to go to beauty school, but my mom put a pause on that and was like, "Uh uh-uh, not happening. You need to go to college. So I went for my other passion, which was writing, and I got my bachelor's degree in journalism and media with a minor in film. And I don't know, now I'm in a place in my life where I feel like something is missing. So I'm pursuing my passions and going to beauty school. So I'm excited to keep you guys updated with that. I am doing night classes and pursuing it part-time because I do want to work during the day. And that's going to take me about 22 months to get licensed. But I'm just really happy to like follow something that I've always had an interest in and continuing to expand my knowledge. I will talk more about this later an episode. But for now, let's get into REQ news. We have the Selena Gomez and Hailey Bieber drama. It's all over social media, so let's talk about it. If you don't live under a rock, then you should know that Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez broke up and he quickly got engaged to Hailey Bieber and they are married now. Well, she at the time was Hailey Baldwin, but whatever, you get what I'm saying. When this happened, the internet went wild and pretty much pinned both Selena and Haley against each other. Anyways, I feel like there's always something going on, some sort of speculations that people make behind the posts that they make, and it just quickly turns into drama when it doesn't need to be. Most recently, um, I guess Selena Gomez posted that she was getting body shamed and around the same time that Selena posted this, Hailey Bieber used a sound, a TikTok sound that seemed to be directed at Selena and the sound that was used basically implied that Selena deserved the hate which divided the internet into picking sides. And I'm just like, what? How does this turn into all of this? And if I did have to pick a side, I'm always gonna stand by my girl Selena. But anyways, this whole thing is so stupid and unnecessary in my opinion. Like, Justin and Selena's relationship has sailed. They've, that relationship 
has been over for like years now and I don't know why people are still trying to ship them together. I'm not understanding like what the fandoms are holding on to and also I'm not understanding why people are so quick to jump to conclusions over relationships they were never in. To me the bigger issue is that people find the need and think it's helpful to pin two very successful women against each other in a very already difficult industry to be in. So no matter whose side you're on, why are you actively going out of your way to tear either one of them apart? And for what? Like, what are you getting out of it? Especially over a man. Like, Justin is just sitting back, kicking back, relaxing, I guarantee, while his wife and his ex are just, like, being pinned against each other. There's drama, and they're, it's all over social media and stuff, and he's just chilling. Like, that is just ridiculous to me. And the sad part is they're constantly named as Justin's ex or his wife, like, I'm sure by now they want to be known for their own name and not continue to be defined by a man. Like, how would you like it if you were constantly, like, being defined by a man? I just, I just don't understand it. Like, I guess people are bored. They don't know what to do with themselves. But I guess it's, like, entertainment to some people. I mean, it is kind of entertaining to, like, see how their fandoms, like, come up with stories and accusations and stuff. But at some point, it's like, let it go. That's just my opinion. And I've realized that now I'm just going on a tangent. So let's wrap up REQ News and let's get into the freaking episode, people. I can't believe what I'm about to say. But anyways, let me just rip off the band-aid and say it. I was scammed. I was scammed yet again. I was scammed, okay? But let me explain myself because it's scary how good these companies are really good at getting people and how good scammers are becoming scammers. To sum things up, I've applied for countless jobs on LinkedIn, but LinkedIn really let me down this week. I had applied to numerous jobs through LinkedIn and I most recently applied for a podcast editor position and it seemed legit. There's a podcast name. There's a bunch of different applicants who were applying and the interview process itself was intense. Anyways, let's fast forward. They email me. I checked the email. The email goes directly to the company's website. I checked the recruiter's name and I found her on LinkedIn. So it all seemed pretty legit. So I go through the interview process. I'm offered the job and they have me fill out and sign an offer letter. The next day, they told me in order to get my equipment, I needed to cash a check that they'd give me and send me via Google Meets. And that's when I was like, okay, no, something's up. So I called my bank and the check was fraudulent. And it turns out these people were impersonating the actual company and people from it. Like, I'm still trying to wrap my brain around this because I'm just thinking to myself, how the hell can you just, like, they had all the companies, like, logos, branding information. They had the people's email addresses and stuff like that as well. Their profile pictures. Like, I just couldn't believe it. But anyways, once my bank confirmed that it was fraud and this is what was happening, I had to report it and everything because they had my information. During the applications that they sent me, I had to put down like my, um, my home address, you know, my routing number and account number. And it was just like pretty scary that they had all this. So I had to report it and it just was a messy situation and it's all taken care of now. But it's so crazy. Like now you can't even trust LinkedIn, which I thought was a pretty trustworthy site. 
of getting rid of people who try to do stuff like that. But I guess with the way the market is and times are, people are really doing anything and everything to scam. Anyways, besides letting that situation that sucked get to me, it got me thinking about my career and whether or not college was worth it. Because I mean, college can't teach you how to not to get scammed. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is personally, I went to school for, you know, media, like I was saying earlier. And it, I was just thinking like, I paid all this money. Well, my parents helped me, but all this money towards college, right? And I am in a field where I could just get certifications. I've gotten numerous certifications through LinkedIn already. And I just feel like I could have saved so much of my time and so much of my money had I not gone to college. And I think think like when you're in college they put this pressure of you you need to get your degree and work in your field and if you're not doing that like if you're not putting your degree to use then suddenly you're a failure and you're not like doing what you're supposed to be doing now before y'all start coming at me and get your panties in a bunch I don't think it's like this for everyone I really think it just comes down to what you're studying some people are obviously going to struggle more than others after college I will say that for me personally I have found that being a journalist especially in this climate is just terrible I think everyone thinks they're a journalist all of a sudden because they can report their own news and go to Twitter, go to TikTok, whatever. Like that's where people are getting their main source of news now that there's not really a need for journalists because now everyone thinks like, oh, I can just do this and that, whatever. So I found that the people that I graduated with and graduated with the same degree as me are also struggling and have changed their careers because of the climate of what journalism is now and how media is constantly changing. I feel like it's honestly kind of like why did I get myself into this but I wanted to talk about this because a lot of jobs I find when I'm applying say you need to have this amount of experience to get the job but how am I supposed to get experience when no one is willing to hire me to get the experience like I feel like oftentimes as a like freshly new graduate you tend to get overlooked and a lot of people don't seem to believe in you especially when you're going for something that you're you went to school for and like you're obviously qualified for because if you weren't qualified for it why the hell would you have the degree so it's just like this cycle that I've noticed and I'm just like what why is it like that like people should be willing to want to teach and help you grow within what you studied for but I guess that's just not the way it works but I'm just here to say this if you don't end up in your field, then that's completely okay. I would say take what you've learned from college and apply it to whatever career piques your interest. Or if you end up in your field and find that you hate it, it's okay to change your mind and and venture onto a different career path. I have found that for me even, even though I love writing and editing and everything social media wise, it can be very draining sometimes and I also found like I'm not really into politics so I don't want to be a news reporter and that's what I went to school for and I used to be so hard on myself for not you know getting involved and taking the time to understand it but that's just not something that I was always interested in. I was always interested in writing for a magazine or blogging and stuff like that and unfortunately there isn't many jobs where you can do that full-time and if you can the salary is a very low or 
competitive because it is a competitive industry. So I just found like I'm not interested in what I went to school for and that is completely okay. I'm allowed to change my mind. I'm allowed to figure out what interests me. I've been interested in real estate, um, beauty. I've been interested in human resources. There's been so many different things that I'm interested in that I didn't go to school for. And I'm like, that is fine. It's okay to change your mind. It's okay to change your career path. Your degree doesn't make or break you or define your success. What matters is you are taking control of your life and creating your own form of success. Like I've said before, the way you measure your success is going to be different than the way someone else measures their success. So what I'm going to say now is, do I think college was a scam for me? Yes, from my experience. Did I have a good time in college? Of course. Do I think it's helped me understand communications better, how to like market myself, and has it helped me with other things that I have pursued other than what I went to school for? Absolutely. Do I think it was worth all that money that my parents and I had to spend? Absolutely not. I think it can be a scam depending on what you're going to school for, but I'm saying scam because I feel as though there are some things that you can go to school for and you are guaranteed a job right after college and there's other majors that have a difficult time getting a job after college and I feel like a lot of professors don't really advise you of that so once you step out into the real world and you expect to get a job right off the bat in your field they don't tell you that you're going to struggle for a little bit and it's okay to change your mind and not do exactly what you went to school for that is just my opinion I also don't think like they teach you the importance of taking chances on yourself and not relying on a piece of paper that you get to determine your future. A wise person once said, when we give up on our dreams, we give up on ourselves. And I 100% stand by that because in my opinion, if you're not happy with what you're doing and you're just somewhere for the money, you're letting yourself down mentally and physically. Like you shouldn't be waking up every day hating what you do professionally. And I'm very aware that no job is perfect, but you shouldn't be tolerating your job if that makes sense. Like you shouldn't be, oh, I'm just gonna go to work because the money is good, but I'm gonna be miserable. No, I've done that and it is draining. It is so hard to get out of bed. It feels like the days are long. You don't get much, you're not retaining as much information because you're not immersed enough in your work to do it. And like I've said earlier, even though no job is perfect, don't just get a job you tolerate. At least get something that you have an interest in or you want to learn about. You're not obligated to stay somewhere you hate. And I get that bills need to be paid and you need to be able to support yourself, but you really can support yourself in other career paths that won't make you feel like you hate your job. And I think a lot of times that's why when we stay at jobs that we're miserable in, things like quiet quitting happen, quiet hiring happen, because we're just there to get a paycheck and we're not really there to learn or grow and develop ourselves. So yes, I think that you should definitely, if you're going to get something full time, explore, take the time to explore what you like and don't like. I have been in numerous roles and 
although I don't like that I have on paper, like through my resume, it kind of looks like a job hop. That's not the case at all. It's been different situations at every job I've been in, but I've done financial publishing. I've done copywriting. I've done social media and I'm figuring out through those experiences what I like, what I don't tolerate from a manager, what I don't tolerate in a career setting in in general and I'm figuring out what I want to do with the rest of my career and the different paths I'm taking. So as of right now, I'm taking the time to follow my passions, which is beauty school. I'm doing that at night part-time. And then I'm going to get a career that I like involving social media or digital marketing during the day. That way it's like, even though I'm working, it doesn't feel like work. It feels like I'm doing something that I love and that I'm working towards something that's going to help me in the future. I'm going to walk you through some ways to invest in your because in your 20s, that is the perfect time to be selfish and doing what makes you happy. I've always said this, your 20s are going to be the most difficult time of your life, I feel, because you're going to feel lost, you're going to feel confused, you're not going to know what you're doing with your life, and you're going to see so many different people going into different journeys of their own, getting married, buying a house, yada, 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 okay? But for me personally, I find that you need to be selfish with this time, really get to where you want to be. And the only way you're going to do that is by taking the time to figure out what you want to do with yourself. How are you going to be happy? How are you going to support yourself? And who's worth being in your inner circle? Who isn't? And your 20s is just gonna involve so so much and figuring stuff out that you really are gonna find yourself having to take a chance on yourself most of the time and really trusting your decision making and trusting your gut because at the end of the day the only person who has your back is you so why not take a chance on yourself you know I took a chance on myself when I quit my recent job I had no backup plan nothing set up I took a chance on myself because I was miserable and I wanted to do something that was going to benefit me and help me in my career. And I felt like my skills weren't being put to use and I wanted to be creative. I wanted to follow my passions. I wanted to do stuff that was going to make me happy and find a job where I can do all of that. And I'm still searching, but I'm a lot happier now than I was when I was working for someone else and just fulfilling their goals and needs. I didn't feel like I was fulfilling my goals and needs. So I, like I said earlier, I'm going to walk you through ways on how to take a chance on yourself and invest in yourself because your 20s are the perfect time for that. I've said this once and I'll say it again. The first is setting goals for yourself personally and career-wise. For instance, when I saw I couldn't find a job within my field, I went back to the drawing board and listed a few things I've always had an interest in, cons and pros lists, and I found what I was passionate about and that's how I ended up signing up for beauty school and looking for a job to do during the day. And what I went to school for can also help me with marketing myself as a cosmetologist. That's another thing you have to consider is that you can use what you learn from college and apply it to other careers you're exploring and become a jack of all trades if you will and the next is trust yourself if you have a gut feeling that you could be happy elsewhere or you want to explore different things then take it as a sign to follow your intuition you know i know for some like for me for example i have anxiety so it's a a hard time for me to figure out if I'm having a gut feeling or if I'm just anxious over something. But to know if something is your intuition or your gut telling you it's not right, you got to look at the facts. And if the facts are demonstrating that you're not happy somewhere and you can be happy elsewhere, 
then that is your sign to take a chance on yourself. Leading up to my next point, start to lean into your creativity, whether it's workshops, going back to school, reading books of your interests, going to seminars, do whatever you think will lead you to being happy and investing in your future and will expand your knowledge and growth. And if you want to go back to school and, and extend your education and knowledge, there's nothing wrong with that. At one point, I was considering going to get my master's for a whole completely different field. And that's fine if you need to go back to school. There's no rule that says that once you get a degree, uh-uh, that's it, you can't do anything else. No, that's just like some weird logic that people have created. To sum it all up, always choose to be happy. And I think a lot of times people forget that being happy is a choice that you have control over. And if you want to be happy and make that decision of wanting to be excited about what you're doing and being passionate about the things you love, choose to be happy. Choose to take a chance on yourself. Be the first person, be your own cheerleader, I should say, and really know and trust that you're going to be okay and you don't have to limit yourself to one thing that you're good at. You can be good at so many different things. It All it takes is taking that chance and figuring out which thing it is that's going to make you happy and also get you that money because like I said, bills need to be paid. And remember, life is all about taking risks and chances. So don't be afraid to take a chance on yourself. A lot of times people forget like you can take a chance on yourself. You have to be your own cheerleader. You have to be your own best friend. You have to understand the things you want out of life. And the only way you're going to do that is by taking chances sometimes. So don't be afraid to take that risk. Like you're at a good point in your life, you're in your 20s, you don't have to have a whole thing figured out to at any age, in my opinion, to get to where you want to be. As long as you have a, a plan and you have some sort of path that you're following, that's all that should matter, okay? I realize now I'm still ranting, <laughs> but... But I will leave you guys with that. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I love hearing from you guys and letting me know what you guys think. So I will leave you guys with that and I will see you next week. Bye. Mwah.